Hey friend, are you ready to become the visionary of your business? Are you ready to multiply your money to get to your first 100K or your next 100K and really discover the joys of profit? Are you ready to stabilize your systems to really take advantage of all the opportunities that are coming your way? Are you ready to hire your dream team so you can step into the role of chief visionary and finally stop being the bottleneck of your business? Are you ready to increase your confidence in your decision-making, your sales, and become recognized as a leader in your industry? Are you ready to take the vacation of your dreams, live the life that you want, all while knowing your business is running smoothly in the background? Imagine where you could be in three months, six months, or 12 months if you went all in on your business now. Would you take the leap? Take the leap, friend. Applications are now open for the Product Boss Mastermind. We're looking for serious product-based business owners who are ready to grow into six or seven figure product-based businesses. The mastermind is designed to facilitate a breakthrough year in your business and life through coaching, connections, and true mastermind. This means you never have to make a decision alone again, and you're surrounding yourself with fellow high-level product business owners that get it, and they are taking action. So go to theproductbossmastermind.com to submit your application. Spots are very limited, and let's get started building your dream life. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my unstoppable co-host, Mina Kumo-Sita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. Did you see what I did there? Because, friends, we have such a special guest on today. We have Kelly Roach. She is the owner and founder of The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, and she'll tell you all the other things that she is, um, and the host of The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, as well as a co-founder of Give Her Courage. So welcome to the podcast, Kelly. I am so excited to be here hanging out with you awesome ladies. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. So you may have heard her in the past on an episode with her co-founder, Forgive Her Courage, but we have Kelly back on the show because there's a lot of conversations happening in our community about team, team building, the idea of, you know, doing it all yourself versus when you start to make your first hire or your next hire. But before we jump into all that, because I'd love for you to talk about that is let our listeners know a little bit about you and your businesses if they are not familiar with you yet. For sure. Absolutely. So first of all, I'm a wife and mom. I have a daughter named Madison. She's seven. So that that comes first. And then secondly, I am the founder of The Unstoppable Entrepreneur, which is an eight-figure coaching and consulting company. We actually specialize. We're like the yin to your yang, right? So we specialize in helping service-based business owners to build, grow, and scale their businesses online. And we have the privilege and opportunity of helping people make six and seven figure leaps in their business every day. And I also run three other companies with partners. So one of them is the Courageous Brand, Give Her Courage, with my 
best friend of 20 years, Amy McBride, who is on the show with us, Klein, and two other companies that I work with collaborative partners on. So I know we actually talked on my show a little earlier today about collaboration over competition. And that is like, I feel like that is like the theme of 2021. And I can share with you guys a little bit as we talk more deeply about those partnerships, but two other companies focused on alternate services for entrepreneurs. And that's been a ton of fun. And then I run a philanthropic foundation, which is called the Human Family Foundation, which is really about clean drinking water, access through education, social justice causes, and really looking at how can we use our platform for good? How can we give back in a meaningful way? And how can we speak up and be leaders in our beliefs as we build the platforms that go with the brands that we're building? I love that. I mean, you have so many different businesses and so many, you know, you have your nonprofit organization, but when you look at your business, it's actually very clear. Your messaging is so clear. Like I can visualize you right in the middle of all that. And you're, you know, um, it's very intentional with the, the, the messaging and the, the purpose and the mission and everything that you have in every single one of your businesses. You know, I, if there was one word to describe you, I would describe you as unstoppable, you know? So, um, can you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, as far as you, you're such a visionary. I think that that's why you're, you are such a visionary and you're, messaging. I'm not even sure if I would call it messaging, but that your vision really comes through in all of that. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, about you growing? I mean, where did you start and where did you end up, you know, the journey? Absolutely. And you're absolutely right. Everything that I do comes back to one central vision in my life, which is empowering education that allows individuals to achieve financial freedom. So every element of my life is focused on how can I share my knowledge and expertise with other people that is going to empower them to use their talents, use their skills, use their gifts to achieve financial freedom. And financial freedom is not any, it's not everything by any stretch of the means, but it is something I always say that there are, there are unchangeables and changeables. And what I mean by that is I can't change if I get cancer tomorrow. I can't change if I get hit by a car tomorrow. I can't change certain things. Someone that I love in my life dies or whatever the case. What I can change is I can make a very comfortable, wealthy, healthy, happy life at home and at work. And financial freedom is something that impacts every element of our life, every relationship that we have, every decision that we make, our, our life experience from the moment we get, wake up to the moment that we go to bed at night. You know, I said in my, my intro, my most important thing is my family. That every decision I make starts with that. Being financially free empowers you to have great experiences with your family, to be able to make great choices for your kids, to be able to create generational change, all of those things. So having a vision that's like your, your, your North star in your life is so, so powerful. And I think a lot of times what happens to entrepreneurs is they know what their North star is. They have something in their heart. They have something in their mind, but when they get into the journey of entrepreneurship, they start being influenced by Instagram or by other people in the space that they're in or by other people that they interact with and they start questioning and then they start getting confused and then they start kind of bouncing from idea to idea and they think that they don't know what their North Star is or what their vision is. I believe every entrepreneur has vision. I believe every entrepreneur literally has a seed 
planted inside every ounce of the DNA of their being that gives absolute clarity to why they're here on the planet and what they're meant to accomplish. It's us that confuses what is already there, right? So I would say for anyone listening, if you want that vision to really drive your life and to empower you accomplish all your goals and dreams, it's really stepping away from that noise and refocusing on what is that thing that is inside of you versus all the influences that are outside of you, because that's where I feel like we really can get off track. Well, and this is coming from a woman who owns many businesses. So as everyone's listening, um, you know, you're saying your family and your, your daughter is, you know, that's your number one, but I feel like somebody would say, but how do you do it? Right. So if you feel, if you're doing all of the things and you have a big company and they start to feel like, well, but in order to do that, but I need to be doing all these other things. So how are you able to balance that? Or what could you offer as a suggestion to the listeners about those buts that will come up in the way of, okay, well, I want to spend more time. I'm on this mission to be financial, financially free to, you know, go on dream vacations, buy our dream homes, live the life that we imagine, but I have to do all the X's and Y's. Yeah, there's, there's one word and one word only that will make all of this possible without compromising what's important to you, and that's team. And there, there's, no, there's no replacement. There's no, well, maybe I could just do this or maybe I could do that, right? The only thing that will allow you to have and great family, great vacations, dream home, financial freedom, business that you love is team because none of us can do it on our own. It's, it's just, it's not viable. It's not possible. You'd have to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week to, to make that possible. And I think that a lot of the butts come up because building a team and I have 50 full-time people on my team in, in my consulting company. And then I have smaller teams in my other three businesses of anywhere from like three to 10 people in each of those other companies, but building a team is more work before it's less work because if you do it the right way, you have to be giving of yourself and you have to pour into that relationship and you have to give the person what they need from you in order for them to then take things off of your place so you can live your life. And we get that wrong. We think we hire someone, we're going to get all the work off of our plate, we're going to dump it all on them, and that's what creates the boomerang effect. And I literally wrote about this in my book. The boomerang is where you throw it off your plate and it swings right around, but when it comes back, it's even more vicious. It's a big old mess and it's right back on your lap. And it's because we think that the second we hire a team, it should be like, boom, the work comes off my plate, it goes on your plate, it's done. And then people are disappointed and frustrated when they're like, I just hired all these people. My life should be simpler. My life should be easier. This is more work. This is frustrating. And I'm like, no, you, you, you didn't even get to the other side of the bridge yet. Like you, you have to go through the steps of empowering, coaching, teaching, training, supporting, mentoring people. And then you cross that bridge to the point where they can now go out on your behalf and operate without you. Sorry, I know that was like a long rant, but I, I loved it. This is a major, major problem. It really is. I think it's really hard for people to hire because it is such an extensive process and they don't know where to begin. And, and it's hard to think of it as a process, right? Like this is such a long, hard process. Um, what are some tips that you could give as far as, you know, are there certain things you look for in interviews? What are some things that, that, that maybe could ease that process for them? 
Yeah. Well, the number one thing people always say, ABC always be closing. I say ABR always be recruiting. If you have a vision that you want to fulfill for your business, your number one focus as a CEO is to be a talent scout. Your number one goal is to acquire top talent. And as you build your business, the better you get at being able to anticipate needs in business before they happen, and the more that you focus on recruiting as a consistent way of life instead of a reactionary thing that you do when you're hitting the panic button because everything's falling apart and things are blowing up because you've out the seams are bursting, which is how most people recruit. That's why we hire the wrong people, by the way, because we're, we're, we're panicked and we're frantic and we need this person now. And think about the energy of that. And think about, is that energy going to bring on the person that's going to lead your company to the next level? Or is that going to bring a frantic, panicked energy now into your organization, right? So number one is always be recruiting. And number two is you have to get crystal clear. You said this just a minute ago, Mina. It is a process. You need to write down your values. You need to have formal job descriptions. You need to have steps in the interview process, even if you need to get an outside party to interview. Sometimes, I'll give a perfect example. Right now, I'm hiring a new finance manager at my company. I am having my external CFO company interview that person before they come to me so that I make sure that I am getting the blind spots that I can miss because I'm not a finance person. I didn't go to school for business. I went to school for communications. I'm not a finance person, right? So, so even if you need to get outside counsel, there has to be steps in the process. It's a screen. It's a first round. It's a second round. It's a final, right? There's reference checks. And, and in, some, in some skill sets, maybe there's a demo. Maybe there's a skill test, you know, that type of thing. But getting really clear about writing down what your process is going to be, understanding that it is a process, being proactive, trying to begin the process of recruiting six months in advance of the need. These are the things that will move your organization from always being on its heels, correcting things, to really being able to charge forward proactively and, and to keep the smooth running of the organization because it's not start, stop, start, stop all the time because productivity keeps getting maxed out. So it's like you hit a wall and you bounce back. You hit a wall and you bounce back. We want to break down those walls so that you can consistently just keep moving forward. I love that. I think one of the things too that we're finding is that, you know, though we hire hire people, whether it's in shipping or operate and making or, or whatever it is, you know, when you're a product business, you do ultimately, as that person grows, need them to fit the values of the company because the values are what determine the culture of the company. Um, is that something that you're finding as far as like, how do you make your values apparent in that process? Do you hire according to those values? Um, what are some things that they might be able to lean yeah. from your process? So, so what you'll find in hiring and you'll, you'll learn this the more that you do it and the more that you practice it. And it is a skill, by the way, for everybody listening in the back, um, it, it's a set of skills and it takes time to develop just like every other thing that we do in our businesses, right? You're not going to be great at it when you just get started. 
But you will find that the people that will come into your organization and stay are going to be the people that match your values and are a cultural fit for your company. A huge reason why a lot of entrepreneurs really struggle when they begin to build teams is they go and they hire on skill set. And unfortunately, skill set discounts 85 to 90% of what is going to make someone thrive on your team. People will thrive in your organization and grow in your organization if they're a cultural fit and if your and their values align. That's what gets people. It's just like a relationship. That's what gets people through the, the bumps and the bruises and the ups and the downs and all of those things. So when you hire for skill set, it's almost like a transaction, right, versus a relationship. When it's a transaction, it's easy in, easy out. And when it's a relationship, it's a partnership. It's a coming together, right? You can always teach new skills. Like one thing that I've done with many people that I've hired that are still with my company today is if they don't have a skill that I need them to have, I'll pay and I'll put them in a coaching program to get it. I'll put them in a class to learn it. I'll, I'll have them work one-on-one with the coach. I'll put them in a mastermind. Skills can always be acquired. But the DNA of who is this person, you can't change that. So it's they either are that person and they either are a match for your organization or they're not. And most of the time when people are in and then right back out again, it it truly wasn't a match culturally more so than it wasn't that they couldn't get the skills. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's so true. I mean, if we think about over the course of our business, because a lot of times these new businesses that are starting, they have to hire sort of a generalist, right? They hire somebody to kind of help do all the things as you're scaling and generating the revenue. Um, but even Mina and I, in the very beginning of our business, the people we hired as our generalist, you know, we needed a person to just help take things off of our plate. It was the values of even time. Now we're all about boundaries and work hours, but if someone doesn't understand the launch or when it's all hands on deck or is like super, like I only work these three hours in the morning and you, and I will respond to you in 24 hours. While that might work for another business owner, it didn't align with what we need. So our team now is incredible and they are totally on board. They act as if this is their company as well with knowing we're in launch we're on for the weekends. You know, we know the times that are our flex times or time off. So I think it's so true because we have several of our team members in different programs right now, learning things that they need to learn because we can acquire them for even more and more hours and eventually take them on full time versus needing to go piece this out to a whole bunch of people. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I think it's just, it's so important to remember that you know, most of the time when we don't get what we need from our team, it's usually either because we aren't giving them what they need from us or we weren't clear in the attraction process about what was absolute. Like you gave that example. We actually have people sign off in their offer letter that they understand what our launch dates are for the year, what weekends they're going to be working, exactly what that looks like. We There is zero room for uh, confusion, right? And a lot of times what happens is, and especially the first time you hire for a role, you don't even know what you need. You're hiring someone the first time for a new role in your company. You think you need ABC, XYZ, and then it turns out that you hire the first person and it's a mishire. And it's not that they're a bad person. It's not that you're a bad company. It's that it just wasn't really a match. And that's why to all the business owners that are listening and thinking about building a team, you know, you need to know that you're gonna you're gonna typically go through three to four hires 
in, in filling and finding like the dream person for each new role that you open in your company, because there is a learning curve and a process of narrowing in on exactly who the right person even is for that role. And you can't hire the perfect person if the company still hasn't figured out exactly what that looks like. So patience, 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 patience. It is a set of skills. I love that. I think one of the things that I feel especially lucky for, and I think this is for you as well, Kelly, is that luckily Jacqueline and I ended up having the same values. When we came into this friendship and that partnership, we knew nothing about values and building a business, but we've had partnerships before where it felt a little bit less aligned. Now, as we're growing and as we have more revenue, as we're building a team, all the things of growing, there's the growing pains. Lucky for us that we happen to have the same values. I will say that every single day. And I think for you as well, you know, we see you have different partners um, for different businesses that you knowing what your values are really sets into place how how successful those partnerships are. And I think that translates into even the team because essentially those are partnerships as well. Even we th- when we think about like, you know, product businesses, when they have like a third party logistics, those people are your partners, your co-packers, are your partners. If their values don't line up, even those will feel misaligned. So I wonder if you could speak to us a little bit about like those partnerships. How did you know who would make a good partner for you? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's everything. It's everything. And so many partners split up and they split up, you know, more so because their, their values don't align. They don't agree on the direction. They don't agree on the vision. They don't agree on how things should be done. They don't agree on decisions being made. And that doesn't mean, I mean, Amy and I will, we'll go back and forth 15 times. Like we'll, we'll go through 15 rounds on a decision and then we come to it and we both feel good that we made the right decision. Right. That that's that like, that's that discernment process. But absolutely, if you look at my partners, you know, all three of them are people that I'm going to say they're God people. And that doesn't mean anyone else needs to be that, right? Um, But we all have a foundation of morals and ethics that guide how we do business, first and foremost, period, end of story. And that doesn't need to be a religious thing. That's a, and we don't even talk in those terms to one another. It's a, it's a quiet understated thing that we don't even openly discuss, but it's who we are. And it's a lot of what attracted us to one another. And so that, that moral and ethical compass makes our decision-making very easy, right? It's really easy when you have this roadmap that's like this unspoken roadmap that it's like, well, this is how we do things and this is why we do them this way. Um, so I think, you know, values matching up number one you know what what you believe your role as a leader in the world is right which we all very much agree on uh work ethic right i mean i there there's it's not going to work if you're someone for example like me who i'm just an all-in person like whatever i'm doing i'm all in like if i'm with if i'm at gymnastics with madison i'm all in i'm glued i'm watching i'm all in like I'm in it with her. If I'm at the playground with Madison, I'm all in, right? If I'm running a company, I'm all in. So, you know, it's it's having the same work ethic, the same work mentality, like whatever, you know, that is. Um, and a match for vision, right? How far do you want to go? How fast do you want to go? What are you willing to sacrifice to get there? What does that look like? And I would say most of all is open, honest communication, very direct, honest communication. So 
two of my companies that I launched in the last year with partners, the Advanced Women's Expo Network with Laura Meyer and the Social Selling Academy with Ryan Dowdy. In both of those partnerships, I am like the silent partner. I use my brand, my influence, my brain, and I help with the engineering of the celebrity of the brand, the positioning in the market, the go-to-market strategy, and then the scale strategy inside of the company. They are the day-to-day operating presidents of those companies, right? And so it's also being in agreement on what your roles are and what they're not. You know, I said flat out to them, I have a team of 50 full-time employees over here. I'm not going to be a day-to-day operating president in a new company right now, right? They're, they're, that, that's in conflict. But what I can do is I can help fill this really meaningful gap in the world. I can leverage our audience. I can put it in front of the right people, and I can help design a superior product so they make sure that we fulfill our, our promise, right? So I just think that open, honest communication is so important so that there's no false expectations. Does that make sense in terms – because I think that's the other thing too, right? When we have expectations of one another and those expectations don't match up, that's not going to work either. I don't know if I answered the question. You oh, did. perfectly. Yeah. And I think it's so important. I mean, Mina and I, we did start off as a friendship and found our way to, you know, launching a podcast and becoming coaches and all the things that we did. And to put it in context for our product people, we're not saying that you have to go find a partner, right? It's not saying that you need to have a partner to run your business. But as you're thinking about collaborations um, with other companies, do you align when you're thinking about, like Mina said, a co-packer or a fulfillment company, do they align with you in those, in those values? And, um, in terms of what your needs are. And then that's going to help kind of, like you said, be your guiding compass in your decision-making. It goes the same with coaches, right? We all attract different coaches or different people to our podcast based yeah. on, do we align with your values, right? Do you align with how we teach? So I think that all of this is just so great. So Kelly, for our listeners, what would be one of your number one tips for 2021 that they could take away from this episode? Everything we just talked about. <laughs> I think, I think I, business owners try to do too much on their own, and it's why they burn out and fail. And this is, this is not a process that stops. Like what we're talking about here is not like an entry-level thing where it's like if you're just getting started in business, you need to collaborate with others or you need to build a team. No, this is still a process. We're trying to go from eight to nine figures in, in my consulting company right now. I am still going through this learning curve. It it never ends. It's always saying, what does collaboration look like now at this level? What do I need to release? What do I need to take ownership of? How do I need to grow and change? And so I would say the number one thing is like, for everything that you want to do, there's a person out there. There's a person out there, whether that person, you just said it, whether they're a co-packer, whether they're a manufacturer, whether they're a partner, whether they're a collaboration with another company, whether they're a teammate, an employee, a contractor, for every problem that you want to solve, there's a human. You don't need to put every single weight of the world on your shoulders and say, how am I going to do this? It's really, who do I need to collaborate with to get this done? And what type of collaboration is a match for that? And that's a never-ending process. And, and I will say from my perspective, as a business owner, it's so much more fulfilling and so much more fun. Like, really. And so I hope this episode maybe will inspire a few people listening to look outside of themselves 
in how they pursue their 2021 goals and to know you don't need to do it alone. And for every problem that you want to solve, there's a person out there that is the solution, that it would be their dream to be that solution for you. You just have to open yourself up. I love that. Thank you so much, Kelly, for being on the show. And that was just, I mean, my mind is blown and I already knew, you know, you were so smart and such a good leader. So thank you so much. Let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and follow you and listen to your podcast. Yeah. Listen to your podcast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You can check out the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. It's everywhere you listen to the podcast. I would so love to have you guys come hang out with me there. And on Instagram, Kelly Ridge Official, so you can always pop in and say hello or And then we'll also put all the links underneath and then we'll also link, uh, give her courage. So if you want to check that out, that was in, um, a different episode as well. And they have such a good mission over there with, um, empowering young girls to gain more confidence and leadership skills. Right. Is, is the, did I get the gist of that? You did. Okay. That's what it's all about. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. Hey friend, are you ready to become the visionary of your business? Are you ready to multiply your money to get to your first 100K or your next 100K and really discover the joys of profit? Are you ready to stabilize your systems to really take advantage of all the opportunities that are coming your way? Are you ready to hire your dream team so you can step into the role of chief visionary and finally stop being the bottleneck of your business? Are you ready to increase your confidence in your decision-making, your sales, and become recognized as a leader in your industry? Are you ready to take the vacation of your dreams, live the life that you want, all while knowing your business is running smoothly in the background? Imagine where you could be in three months, six months, or 12 months if you went all in on your business now. Would you take the leap? Take the leap, friend. Applications are now open for the Product Boss Mastermind. We're looking for serious product-based business owners who are ready to grow into six or seven figure product-based businesses. The Mastermind is designed to facilitate a breakthrough year in your business and life through coaching, connections, and true mastermind. This means you never have to make a decision alone again, and you're surrounding yourself with fellow high-level product business owners that get it, and they are taking action. So go to theproductbossmastermind.com 
to submit your application. Spots are very limited and let's get started building your dream life.